It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome on in, everybody, to another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, this is Gino Camilleri, your host, joining you on this Saturday edition of the show. And speaking of Saturday, we are one day away from the conference championship games for both the AFC and the NFC to see who will represent each conference in the what it, I don't even know what Super Bowl it is. See, because we're not even in the race, I can't even tell you what number Super Bowl it is. But going off of that, Super Bowl 52 is three years ago. We are quite far removed from that situation. We are removed from the offensive head-minded head coach and Doug Peterson, who was – they called him BBD for a reason, and he took every chance in the world. And John Filippo was able to get Carson Wentz in the right frame of mind, get his technique – his footwork down pat, have Frank Reich in there as the second-in-command to Doug Peterson, helping implement that game plan and get them ready week to week. And after that, we saw the struggles in 18, 19, and 20, how long it took for those offenses to get established, how Doug struggled in situations to get his offense going. We'd seen how many points they had scored, 30-plus in, in 2017, till now – it has dropped drastically. <laughs> With Nick Sirianni, you are hoping that this changes that dynamic. And right now, you are three years removed from playing in a Super Bowl. You have a team that is older, still has guys carried over from that roster that maybe shouldn't be here this year, probably won't be here this year. You look at somebody like Vinnie Curry, for example, they will have to look at youth due to the fact that their cap situation is a complete mess right now. And we have seen what had happened at the head coaching position in getting Nick Sirianni and somebody who had coached up some young teams with the Kansas City Chiefs and with the Indianapolis Colts in the past few seasons. Youth is the movement in this game. But at the head coaching position, when you have somebody who has never been a head coach and never been a play caller – the old adage goes that you have to surround people, surround yourself with people that complement your strengths or your weaknesses. And frankly, you have to focus on your weaknesses right now. And look at Nick Sirianni. He's never called plays. He's never been a head coach. He has been the second in command. So why not get somebody to come in and be your offensive coordinator or your defensive coordinator who has and could be that assistant head coach title, much like they have done in Philly in the past, how, how they did that with Deuce Staley a few years back. I think that is a route that if I'm Nick Sirianni and I'm looking to build on my staff and Howie and Jeffrey discussing the direction that they wanted to go in the interview, if you're looking at – guys that have been fired and have been head coaches look at like somebody like Marvin Lewis, for example, or Anthony Lynn, just to throw a few names around. Both of them have had head coaching experience. Both of them are respective around the NFL and Nick Sirianni can put somebody next to him 
that has had success in this league and knows how to steer the ship. And I, I believe that Sirianni will be more than capable of making this thing go, making this train go forward. When it comes down to it, though, you still don't have head coaching experience, and that's huge. I mean, he doesn't even have it at the, head, at the high school level like Doug Peterson did. So if you go out and get a guy like Anthony Lynn, who was around a young quarterback last year in uh, Justin Herbert and has had some successful offenses in the past, and he comes from the Buffalo Bills as a running back coach prior to that, if you lose Deuce Staley, you're probably going to lose your running backs coach as well. So Anthony Lynn is a move that I would be willing to take because, one, I, I, I think he can steer Sirianni in the right direction. And we know he wasn't the best decision maker. And I, I trust Sirianni much more with that. At the same time though, he was a head coach and he knows what it takes to get a young team ready to go. That chargers team last year was very, very young. And you, he has been on some staffs that have had some young rosters. So you bring him here. We know that the turnover on this roster is going to be exponential as compared to the last few years why not bring in somebody that could be that right-hand man, that second-in-command at the offensive coordinator position or even the defensive coordinator position? And that's what we're going to talk about when we get back to it on the other side of the breaks. Who is somebody that they could bring in on the other side of the ball to get them moving in the right direction and get Nick Sariani on track? And I, as I said on offense, I'll be looking to guys that were former head coaches because right now my – my dreams on Jim Leonard, I don't think are going to come true. I think he's going to stick in Wisconsin. They have a dang good defense there in uh, the Big Ten, and I'm sure he's not looking to go anywhere anytime soon. So as we come back, we'll be talking about defensive coordinator options and where we can go with Nick Sirianni. But before we do that, everybody, we know what day it is. It is Connor McGregor's big return to the Octagon against Dustin Poirier. And who better to be our sponsor today than Bet Online? You guys are ready for some football tomorrow. We're ready for UFC tonight. We have soccer going on all day. So everybody go on to betonline.ag where there's only one place to bet, one place that has you covered, and one place that we trust here at the Locked On Eagles podcast. So sign up for free and use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for your 50% welcome bonus so for example i'll use my accounting background right here if you put in 200 and let's say 200 dollars, you will get a 100 percent or 100 bonus excuse me see i need a calculator to do this stuff guys i'm terrible at math without my calculator funny how i have a master's degree in this stuff but go and use the promo code locked on to get that 50 percent welcome bonus to bet on the nfl games tomorrow to bet on conor mcgregor to win tonight don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
All right, everybody, welcome on back to segment two of the Locked On Eagles podcast. Once again, it is Gino Camilleri joining you on this Saturday edition, the day before the conference championships for the king of each conference, we'll say, the kings of the conference. I believe it will be the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think Tom Brady is going to get it done tomorrow. Aaron Rodgers has suffered so much heartbreak in this conference championship game. We know as Eagles fans, the first four years of my fanhood, we went to three straight NFC championship games, lost all three of them, finally won one, and then lost in the Super Bowl. So it is a round of heartbreak. I think Kansas City gets it done tomorrow night going against the Bills, and Tom Brady, I just think he wants to prove a point to the rest of the NFL that it wasn't just Bill Belichick and it was Tom Brady who got things done. But enough about that. We're talking Eagles here as this is the Locked on Eagles podcast. And in the first segment, I was talking about offensive coordinators and who I believe would be a good right-hand man to Nick Sirianni. As he's 39 years old, he doesn't have head coaching experience. We had mentioned it endlessly on the last two shows. Now looking to the defensive side of the ball, I had my my eye on Todd Bowles, and I have for a while now. And what he did after he left Philadelphia was, was rather impressive. I mean, he's been around. He's been in Arizona for the Jets and now in Tampa. With the Jets, his defenses weren't half bad. And right now you look at it, Tampa's defense – they are arguably the best defense in the conference and arguably the best defense left in the playoffs. Todd Bowles is somebody that has been in Philadelphia. We know Jeffrey Lurie loves guys that he can trust, and I, I believe he can trust Todd Bowles as he allowed him to get the temporary defensive coordinator position after they let go of Juan Castillo. Excuse me, so... Getting back to it, if you want to go young on the offensive coordinator position, say uh, Nick Sirianni goes out there and he grabs somebody from the college ranks, you still want somebody that you can bring in, elder, an elder statesman, we'll say, on, on the defensive side of the ball. And Todd Bowles is a well-respected individual around the league, has continued to put out stout defenses, and looking at the – Eagles roster defensively, you still have a, a, a top front right now. And look at what Tampa is able to do. I, I believe that they're going to shut down that Green Bay running game tomorrow, and they're going to make it tough for anybody who they play in the AFC. Todd Bowles is somebody that, like I said, well-respected, can come back to Philadelphia, has a connection there with, with the organization, was there when Howie was there, when is, was there when Jeffrey was the owner. So I believe that that'll be a move that they can temporarily or possibly look at and make him that right-hand man as well because Sirianni, like I keep saying, does not have head coaching experience. So when when things are going awry, let's say the Eagles next year they start 2-6 and six and the, the roster's going a little uh, – the, 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 the locker room's getting a little hasty, things are going a little sideways, and Sirianni hasn't been in this situation as head coach. Todd Bowles has. Even you look at Anthony Lynn, he's been in those situations. Uh, let's throw another name out there. Brian Schottenheimer on the offensive side of the ball. On the defensive side of the ball, uh, you could bring in a guy like uh, David Shaw, let's say, from the Stanford Cardinals. He, he's a great defensive head coach. When I, when I look at it, I would be more apt to do that on the defensive side of the ball because I know this Eagles defense has 
a veteran presence that is still ready to compete this year with who they have at, at the defensive backs with Rodney McLeod, Darius Slay getting older. Those guys are ready to compete this year as well as those on, on the defensive line. You look at the offense, they're going to com- have to completely rejuvenate that. They're going to have to implement an entirely new scheme for Carson Wentz. You're going to have possibly a top six pick that's a wide receiver in either Devonta Smith or Jamar Chase that you're going to have to implement. You hope to get Miles Sanders back to form. If you let Zach Ertz go via trade, you're going to have to get Dallas Goddard involved more. So I want somebody that's innovative on offense. I want somebody that's sound on defense, but is willing and able to adapt. There's a reason that Bowles' defense is so good this year is because you've seen what he has done in the back half of his defense. Drafting Antoine Winfield was one of the most underrated moves in this entire season. Having that true center field safety has been huge for them. They have turned around a secondary that was allowing guys to just throw the ball down their throat for seasons before this and have turned it around in the blink of an eye. So to me, as soon as Tampa is eliminated – I'm calling up to see if you could get Todd Bowles possibly to interview for the same position. I don't know if he would leave, but it's somebody that you have to throw that name out there. But I also said, look at a guy like David Shaw in the, in the college ranks. I I don't think Jim Leonard's going to leave Wisconsin, but Shaw has been somebody that has been attracted to the NFL or maybe a guy like Wade Phillips. You call him up and get him out of retirement. I think that is endless of what you can do. I just want somebody that has the support and the understanding of how to run a team to help Sirianni mold his his head coaching isms, I would say, and get him moving in the right direction. You've seen Sean McVay. You've seen Cliff Kingsbury. You've seen these young head coaches surround them with – I mean, Sean McVay put Wade Phillips there for a reason. That It's a great example of how bringing in a veteran presence at the head coaching position to mix with the youth can greatly, greatly – help increase how fast you get that quote-unquote retool moving in the, in the right direction. So we talked about some guys on offense and defense. I want to talk about some position coaches that are currently in Philly and the special teams coach that might be on his way out at Philly as we come up on the third and final segment when we wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. But before we do that, we have a word from our sponsors at Rock Auto, with the ever-increasing numbers of make and models of cars, I got myself a Jeep. My fiance's Jeep Wrangler is currently in the shop right now. She's shopping for another Jeep Wrangler. My friends are always asking me, because I was in the auto industry, where they should get their used cars and where they should get stuff to help out their vehicles and get them right on track. And it is now impossible to stock all your parts for traditional chain storefronts. If you go to the big name ones, you might have a limited amount of options of what you can get in store. So why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning? And while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, you have to wait a week, choosing the only brand in his warehouse that he happens to carry, which will probably be way more expensive than what Rock Auto has to offer. So go on your computers now, go to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. And chain storefronts aren't the place to go anymore. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto body parts for hundreds. Hundreds, you hear that? Hundreds of manufacturers. So Lockdown fans go in and write Lockdown and how did you hear about us so they know how they sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all parts on the cars you will ever need, rockauto.com. 
All right, everybody, welcome on back to this final segment of the Locked On Eagles podcast. Once again, I am your host, Gino Camilleri. Finishing up this Saturday segment before we go and watch the biggest MMA fight of the year, in my opinion. I'm a huge Conor McGregor guy. I am stoked to see that fight. And then more than anything, I am excited to see four fantastic teams go at it in the conference championships tomorrow. So congrats to all those teams. We were there a few years ago. We know what it's like in the heartbreak. We know what it's like to be on the other side of that. So best of luck to all those teams tomorrow. And best of luck to Nick Sirianni building his staff. If I'm looking internally at the Philadelphia Eagles, there are two individuals that I am not getting rid of. One is Jeff Stoutland. I don't think there is any way you can let Jeff Stoutland leave this organization. He's been here through multiple head coaching changes for a reason. He is somebody that this franchise has paid a lot of money to for a reason. You look at all the individuals he gets ready to play week in and week out, all pro players, pro bowl players. Most of them are coming from our offensive line. 14 combinations in 16 games is absolutely crazy. And you have to feel for Stout. Man, he has done everything in his power to continue to make this team go. And I'm paying him all of King Midas' silver, as the great quote from Dodgeball goes, to keep him in Philly. And much like what I was talking about in segment one and two, he's a guy who has been around this team, been around the franchise, been around the NFL, is an elder statesman, can help in the game implementation. He was the run game coordinator for the Eagles for the past few years. And if Deuce Staley leaves as well, you're going to need somebody that knows how to build this team's strengths. And I think he represents the core of what the Eagles are as a whole and building from the inside out better than anybody. So if I am Jeffrey Lurie and I'm Howie Roseman and I'm Nick Sirianni, the first call I'm making is to Jeff Stoutland. The second one I'm making is to Aaron Moorhead. I think what Aaron Moorhead did last year with the wide receivers was absolutely fantastic. I believe that he got a group, much like the offensive line, that had guys in and out ready to go time and time again. He made Travis Fulham look like the best receiver in the league for two weeks. He got Jalen Rager, who was injured for a majority of the year, to at least be able to play up to standards. He got Elshon Jeffrey back when he came back healthy and got him ready to play. Even J.J. towards the end of the year, Had some plays. Greg Ward was looking like his normal Greg Ward self. He just seemed to bond and make these young players work. I mean, even Quez Watkins and John Hightower were contributing in major fashions and flashes during the season. So if your top six pick is also going to be a wide receiver and you have a connection with these guys, Jalen Rager, Greg Ward, who will probably be here next year, Quez Watkins, more than likely. John Hightower, more than likely. You have a young core of five that four out of the five have already worked with your wide receivers coach. So why turn that over if it worked last year? I believe a lot of the wide receiver play and a lot of the downfield receiving had to do to scheme more than anything. 
Jalen Rager was not being used in the way that he needed to be. And John Hightower, all of a sudden, he just stopped being used downfield. And Quez Watkins was the only one I felt that was being used properly when they got him on bubble screens. And he was able to use his elite explosiveness and broke off some some yak. So if they can do that next year and Aaron Moorhead can continue to get these guys right, get these guys' technique right, I think he's one of the two individuals that should be back next year. And we have to finish this show with giving a big sayonara to Dave Phipp as it was announced today that the Eagles will allow Dave Phipp to explore options elsewhere. That is music to my ears. You know how much I have despised Dave Phipp's special teams play the last few years. I don't care who it is next year. I don't care what the hire is. It was time to make a move. I don't know in what dimension Dave Phipp was getting head coaching considerations just a few years ago having a middle-of-the-road special teams unit, much like Jim Schwartz had a middle-of-the-road defense for most of his career, I think it will be time for both of those coordinators and Doug Peterson to probably take a year off next year and get some fresh blood here in Philadelphia. I already like what is going on. A lot of the moves I talked about today, I hope they are in the same fashion. I'm not saying those names that I mentioned will be the guy, but if you look at what Lou and I said at the head coaching position, a young guy, offensive-minded, somebody that will hold people accountable. Like I said today, for the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator position, if you go young at one or you want to go veteran presence at both of them, somebody that has been in a head coaching role that can help Nick Sirianni, somebody that has led a locker room and has led a good defense or offense for that matter. And I think Anthony Lynn, for example, and you see on the other side of the ball, as I had said, many of the options there, guys – that have been head coaches can help your head coach and can be their right-hand man when things do go awry. That's what Frank Reich was to Doug Peterson. That's what Eric Bieniemy is to Andy Reid. That's what Brian Dable is to Sean McDermott. Everybody has to have their Robin to their Batman. So now it's time for Batman and Coach Sirianni to go find his Robin. And I believe there are some great options out there. Chris Richard is the one that I want to end the show with because I believe that is the one option. I don't want to jinx it. That could be possible and could get this defense cooking much like we had seen in the early 2000s. So thank you guys for joining me, as always, on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Gino Camilleri here joining you on this Saturday edition. Go enjoy your weekend. Thank you guys always for listening. Please go leave those reviews. Please go rate five stars on any platform where you are listening to us. You know where to find us by now as you are here listening to us currently. Find us on Twitter at LockedOnBirds, at D-B-I-C-L-O-E. And once again, I am back on Twitter at GC24 underscore football. So thank you guys, as always, for joining us here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, powered by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team. Every day, enjoy the football tomorrow. We will be back next week with four to five shows talking about the birds. So thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And fly, Eagles, fly. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.